listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. Coming to you from the Windy City Slam Studios in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, this is Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on everyone, Mike Pankow here, the founder and editor of WindyCitySlam.com and the host of Windy City Slam Podcast. Our special guest coming up in a few minutes, we're going north of the border to bring in Big John Crowley. And we'll talk a little bit about Zello Pro Show this weekend in Milwaukee, the ballroom brawl at Turner Hall, downtown Milwaukee, Sunday, August 1st. We will talk to John about that and his career and the transition in his character and so much more. So stay tuned for that interview with Big John Crowley. Now on to the news in professional wrestling. Last Saturday night at GCW Homecoming, it was Matt Cardona defeating Nick Gage to win the GCW Championship in a classic Nick Gage-style death match. Now, I'll tell you, I'm probably not the biggest fan of wrestling death matches and what Nick Gage does in the ring, but one thing about Nick Gage, he's very passionate about what he does, and the fans just love it. I mean, whatever trash gets thrown in the ring light tubes, all the crazy hardcore stuff that Nick does in his matches. The fans eat it up, and it's absolutely amazing. And also, I will give credit to Matt Cardona. Now, this is the guy that used to go around going, woo, 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 you know it, as Zack Ryder in WWE. The Z, True Long Island Story, all that silliness, the YouTube channel, the Toy Collector, And he stepped up. He stepped out of his comfort zone. He embraced the death match. He embraced the absolute beatdown that he got, the bloody back afterwards. Matt Cardona is the man. He is now the champ. Like it or not, and a lot of GCW fans do not like it. But I'll tell you right now, I respect the hell out of Matt Cardona after that. Turning to local events, WOWT, or WOWT, had their show at the Berwyn Eagles Club last Saturday night, and this was the show that featured former WWE stars Alberto El Patron and Savio Vega. And I just want to say congratulations to AJ Flyer on becoming the new WOWT Chicagoland champion by defeating Just Amazing. Now, turning to other news in the professional wrestling world, the CM Punk rumors to AEW are heating up. Last week, WrestlingNews.com reported that it was a done deal, though I've seen no other reputable outlets coming forward to confirm that. And my question is, I haven't seen Meltzer or Keller or Nick Hausman or Sean Ross Sapp, anybody like that, come up and make this report about Punk. So I'm still skeptical. I'm still leery. CM Punk, 
left the WWE seven and a half years ago. And every time we thought he would either go back to WWE or he would show up in AEW, it just has not happened. He tried that UFC thing. Didn't really work out for him, but at least he scratched it off his bucket list. I respect the hell out of Punk. I really miss seeing him. And until it happens, it's just wait and see for me. But if he were to come back, this would be my dream scenario. It would be at this year's All Out after Hangman Page beats Kenny Omega for the AEW Championship, which be would be an absolute amazing pop. The roof would blow off Now Arena. And then after that, as the fans are starting to settle down just a little bit, boom! That's where clobbering time goes off. That's where CM Punk goes out, enters the arena, face-to-face with Hangman Page, two of the most popular guys out there in a stare-down would be amazing. Now, that's my personal dream booking scenario. More than likely won't happen. At least I hope the Hangman Page winning the title part happens because I'm a Hangman Page guy. I love me some cowboy shit. But we'll see if CM Punk shows up sooner or later. I do think we'll see Brian Danielson show up, though. Word is that he has signed his contract and he will be showing up in the next few weeks on AEW television. Also this past weekend, Freelance Underground concluded a series of TV tapings on back-to-back nights last Saturday and Sunday at Church Street Brewing Company in Itasca. So stay tuned for those shows dropping on IWTV. They will be returning to Church Street a week before All Out, and that's August 27th and 28th with another round of tapings leading to their big show in October and their huge match of Project Monix and Kylie Ray. So lots of exciting stuff going on right now at Freelance Underground. And just a little bit before we hit the air to record this show, Warrior Wrestling announced a huge match for its next Stadium Series show on August the 21st, or should I say Switchblade Series show. New Japan Pro Wrestling's Jay White coming over to the States to take on Arudo de las Chicas, Sam Adonis. And this is going to be an amazing match. I love Sam. I'm actually kind of friends with him now. We've had him on the show before. One of the best heels around. And he and Jay White are going to light it up. And if you haven't seen Sam Adonis work, then you haven't been the Warrior Wrestling the last three years. Because that guy has helped carry so many shows. He's wrestled... Just about everybody, he wrestled Matt Cardona, he's wrestled Lance Archer, he's had that great brawl with Project Monix, he's wrestled Luchadors, he's wrestled Brian Pillman Jr., he had a great, great showing in that Warrior Wrestling 8 War of Attrition match. Sam Adonis is the man, and how everybody talks about Jay White, this is going to be a terrific match, and this match alone should steal the show. And make the show great. But that joins the Kylie Ray Thunder Rosa Warrior Wrestling Women's Match that's already on that card. And you'll also get your champions, Trey Miguel and Alamis, defending their titles. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. A lot more to come from Warrior Wrestling in terms of match announcements in the coming weeks. All right. This weekend in professional wrestling news, 
Zello Pro Ballroom Brawl, Sunday, August 1st, Turner Hall Ballroom in Milwaukee. We will get into those matches and the talent on that card when we talk to Big John Crowley in just a few minutes. And then, Saturday afternoon, CSW Northland returns to Algonquin. That will be their first show in probably about a year and a half. Many of the regular stars of Chicago-style wrestling will be on that card. In addition, we have Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair making appearances at the National Sports Collectors Convention in Rosemont, and both men will be there to do meet and greets on Saturday. And finally, WWE Raw returns with a live television taping to the Chicago area Monday night, August the 2nd at Allstate Arena in Rosemont. All right, everybody, when we come back, our special guest for this week, and we'll be talking lots of Zello Pro with him, it's Big John Crowley. Stay tuned. Check out WindyCitySlam.com for news, analysis, photo galleries, and links for Chicagoland independent wrestling, plus stories on the big boys such as AEW, WWE, and Impact Wrestling. Also, while you're there, catch up on the latest episodes of Windy City Slam Podcast. All right, back here on Windy City Slam Podcast. Very excited for the very, very first time. We're going a little bit north of the border this week, although he has some Illinois and Chicago area roots as well. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time on the show, Big John Crowley. How are you doing today, John? I'm doing good, Mike. How are you? I'm awesome. So glad to have you on. I've heard a lot of good things about you. And Zello Pro is where you've been wrestling the last several months for that company. Um, they're Chicago-based. They go up to Wisconsin frequently, to Milwaukee. They're kind of expanding out. Nebraska, I believe, is on the um, tour coming up in a couple of months. Yes. This weekend, we have Zello Pro in Milwaukee at the Turner Hall Ballroom, and you will be a part of that. Uh, you haven't been announced for a match yet, correct? Uh, no, not yet. Uh, usually when they announce it, I find out I do know who my opponent is this time around, but it uh, gives me a little time to YouTube and do my research okay. and everything. But yeah, I am excited uh, for August 1st. Uh, every time a new booking comes, I'm always excited. I get as ready as I can all the way up till uh, basically D-Day. Yeah, you have a history, too, with uh, Zello Pro promoter Matt Pacalling. You guys go back a ways. We do. We go back, I want to say, at least 18 years now. Wow. I believe, yeah. I've known, we've known each other since fifth grade. Grew up all the way through high school. Uh, came up together, actually, in wrestling from the end of senior year, uh, training down in Chicago. Wow. So Zello Pro this weekend, let me run down the announced talent for that show first before we get into your role there and your history with them. Mm -hmm. So this weekend, the big show, Ballroom Brawl, and that will be at Turner Hall Ballroom in downtown Milwaukee. Let me pull up my notes here. Here we go. Bell time is 2 p.m. And so far out of the sixth announced matches we have, Jordan Grace defending the Zello Pro Women's Championship against Chelsea Green. That should be a good one. 
We, and this one I'm looking forward to myself is Dan Housen against Trevor Outlaw with Frank the Clown in his corner. And Trevor is a guy I've had on the show three times before. He's an amazing guy on the come up. Uh, I'm really looking forward to him and Dan Housen and what kind of chemistry and magic they can come together there. Also, we have Blair Onyx against Missa Kate. We have the veteran One Sexy Mofo, Bryce Benjamin, against the high-flying CJ Esparza. And in a match that's been all over Chicago, and now it's going into Wisconsin, we have Sky Blue and Heather Reckless. And in another women's match, Sierra, Milwaukee native, against Brooke Valentine. And also advertised you, Big John Crowley, Colt Cabana, and Swaggle. So it's already a loaded lineup, and I'm sure there's even more to come this week when it comes to announcements. So, Zello Pro, um, you've worked a few shows with Matt now, and what do you think of the product? Uh, I absolutely love it. Uh, when Matt brought me in, you know, I completely knew what I was getting into in, in terms of just the stacked cards every show with what I think are some of the best in the Indies. I mean, obviously best in the Midwest right now. Um, constantly performing, constantly just putting on what I think like 10 star shows all the time. So yeah, being brought in and given the opportunity to perform and just show what I have is it's been nothing but exciting for me uh, this last year. Yeah. And last fall. You, I'm sorry. Last fall. You were in a gauntlet match where you end up beating uh, some younger guys. And then uh, Darius Latrell was the last guy you uh, defeated to win that match. Now, in your opinion, how far has Darius come along since he started just a couple of years ago? You know, actually, when I had uh, gotten the booking for the show and everything, I actually didn't know Darius at all um, or any of the other uh, guys. I know I found out basically after the show how long they had all been wrestling. And they, like I said, they can go. Um, Darius has come a long way now, just in the short amount of time, just as in terms of development and everything. It's really impressive to see, especially like him and just all the other, I guess, rookies now uh, just coming up that uh, just freelance. Academy in general are just pumping out stars. It's crazy. Now you had a chance to go one-on-one with Joey, the jet Avalon. And this is a guy, a lot of people in the Milwaukee area know very well. And you Mm -hmm. pulled out the victory against him at the last Zello show up in Milwaukee. So what was that like for you? Uh, Hard hitting. Uh, You know, I got some bumps and bruises, a lot of fun. I learned my lesson, though. I will not be dropping my guard at the beginning of these matches anymore like that. Uh, I don't like getting kicked in the stomach or hit while I'm trying to, you know, enjoy a beer yeah. and be nice. You know, sometimes I got to realize that it's too nice. And, uh, yeah, the match itself, I was obviously proud of uh, my end result. Yep. But, yeah, wrestling, Avalon. Definitely uh, bumped me up a little bit in my confidence and just in terms of uh, continuing on with Zello. It's, it's really, really fun. Yeah, you can't turn your back on him. You never know when he's going to pick up that shovel and wail you. Uh, yeah, yeah. That thing is a little bit of an intimidation factor. Just solid steel and wood swinging at you. You, 
that's not something you want to see coming at you. And you also got the chance to, um, and you've known Bryce for a while, but you got a chance to wrestle Bryce uh, at the last uh, Summer of Zello show right here in Crestwood in the Chicago area. What was that like? That was, obviously, when I found out, um, I got really excited to wrestle him. Uh, he is one of my mentors. Over years and years, I've known him. Uh, he's helped me along a lot. But this match really just put it together, like, how far he's obviously come, but how far I was able to come and just wrestling with him and being able to perform like that was a lot of fun. We hit each other really hard. Uh, but yeah, I don't, it's, you know, it's sometimes I just can't put it into words when I wrestle someone who's influenced me so much throughout my career or I guess uh, small career, but in general, just, uh, mm -hmm. it was, it was really nice and humbling to, to be able to get that opportunity to wrestle him. Have you wrestled anywhere else other than Zello Pro as Big John Crowley? No. Okay. I have not. That is uh, it is a new beginning and just a new thing. And Zello, like I it was uh, when we got together to talk, it was what do you want to do? And I basically just came up with Crowley, which it's, there's no character. Um, with Zello, I'm having fun, and it's me. Mm -hmm. I mean, cranked up to 11, but <laughs> it's me. And, yeah, Zello has, is Crowley's home. Yeah, that evolution into Big John Crowley, um, I found out not too long ago as I was preparing for this show you had a, a, a former career as Marcus Conrad and, and, and also your shoot name, John Morales. You mm -hmm. wrestled under both of those personas over the last 10, 12 years or so. Tell me what inspired the transition. What do you attribute the transition to here? Uh, just the transition from Conrad to Crowley is, like I said, like uh, Conrad was obviously my longest thing, uh, longest character, but it wasn't really ever like me. It was and it wasn't. I mean, it worked heel the entire time for, let's say, eight straight years. Mm -hmm. uh, there was never an inkling, or I never even had the itch to go face or anything like that. Um, and so just, you know, that that's fun in itself, being able to just get away with being just a dirt bag all the time, which I loved, but it just, yeah, it was, ne it never really suited me as a wrestler. Um, and when I had the opportunity to change it and come up with this new Crowley gimmick, um, I really just put everything of me into it. So like what you see out there, I'm spine busting people and getting up and just getting excited and fired up. Like that's, that's what I do. When I do something exciting, I'm getting into it and I get to put all my heart into it. So you're originally from Gurney, Illinois, went to Warren High School, correct? That is correct. Yeah. You were doing your homework. Yeah, Warren. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how did you get into wrestling? Uh, tell me what the story was. What inspired you to decide to make this a part of your living? Well, 
my whole life, I loved wrestling. And all my group of friends, because uh, I know how to pick them, we all loved wrestling. So through high school, we were actually doing uh, backyarding. And we tried to, we actually tried to make it as legit as we could. Uh, we built an actual ring as opposed to just using a trampoline. Uh, it was about 16 by 16. You know, it was all made out of wood. It, when, when I say that, like you think, oh, this probably looked like garbage or anything. But it was, uh, for us, it was legit. And we tried to make it as professional as possible. And then at the end of senior year, we had the opportunity to, as a group, about eight or ten of us, go to Chicago in Villa Park um, and train in the Golly Arena with, at the time, some known indie guys in the Chicago area, uh, Tony Scarpone, uh, obviously, Bryce Benjamin, Jesus Bryce, uh, my longtime mentor. I've learned so much from him. So, really, there was no question as to if I wanted to do it. It was when we had the opportunity, we jumped on it. And that's pretty much how I do it now still, is if an opportunity is given to me, I will jump all over it and just milk it. So, yeah, these last, I don't know, 15, 14, 15 years has been rough on the body, but, you know, I took a couple of years off, and when I come into Zello, I made sure I was ready. So you wrestled under John Morales for a while, and then you became a Conrad brother. Uh, mm -hmm. Mason Conrad, who's also a well-known Zello Pro competitor. Now, how did that come about? Um, you know, sometimes there's all these great backstories to how you get your wrestling name. This one was uh, kind of more so just thrown on us as a team. Um, I was obviously wrestling under just my shoot name, John Morales, and we got brought into PCW as a stable. Um, and we were backstage right before the match. Um, and I forget who it was from PCW that came, but they asked if I wanted to wrestle as a Conrad. And to me, that wasn't my decision. I had to ask Mason if that was okay. I had to get his blessing. He said, absolutely. So from there on, I had just picked the name Marcus, went with Conrad. And from there on, we went on to be golly. Uh, tag team champions. Um, we feuded towards the end before I went out from injuries and everything. And it was at that point the best time of wrestling and the just absolute best time with friends. Now, in your transition to Big John Crawley, uh, you mentioned er, to me before we went on the air that you've really gotten into weightlifting and powerlifting and stuff like that lately. Um, was that part of the inspiration to change up your character too? Absolutely. Um, early on in my career, I was, you know, uh, slimmer, uh, more compact. I still was strong, but at that size, you're not, you weren't going to do big power moves or anything like that. So, uh, during my time off, packing on size and getting into heavy lifting, power lifting, and just trying to get all the calories and everything I could uh, really obviously influenced exactly how I wanted my character to be. Um, and to show the power that I have now is exactly the 
It's it's the street I'm walking right now. Okay. Um, you have had history. Like you mentioned Gali Luchaliri before. A lot of guys came through there. You've also wrestled with underground slash freelance underground with uh, James Camioni is a guy who helps run that company. And then you also mentioned PCW. Now, any specific match or memory from those last 12, 14 years in the business with any of those companies uh, come to mind right now? Yeah. Uh, obviously, the feud I had with Mason um, toward when we ended our tag team partnership, that obviously stands out as one of my all-time favorite storylines. And we, at the end of that, our blow-off match was a last man standing. Um, he finished me putting me through a table from the uh, middle rope in on the turnbuckle through a table on the outside of the ring. Uh, one of my favorite matches, uh, wrestling with underground again, GPA grunt. We had a grudge match and that at least to me, probably one of my best matches that I've ever had. And that J GPA gave me because I'll tell you what, he is incredible and he's amazing to work with. Yes. Uh, Another all-time favorite, I want to say, with um, uh, was it Mike Matthews? Okay. Um, we just—it wasn't really a grudge match or anything. It was just storyline um, for Marcus Conrad, and just the level that he also wrestled at. Um, he gave me one of the best matches that I could just bring to mind right now i mean all my matches i enjoy watching re-watching but not not just like trying to blow my own heart but like just in general watching the other guys that i work with and how they move and everything it was yeah so those those three are probably uh my just my top Following the Chicago scene over the last few years, as I have with Windy City Slam and, and getting to know guys and, and getting out to different shows and seeing different talents, GPA is a guy that I really love watching work. The heel work, just the, the swagger that he has, the technical ability, the, the psychology, the storytelling of a match. The guy has it all. He's just amazing at what he does in the ring. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, everything he does, he doing it with a purpose, you know he's got a plan and he's going to get it done. No, obviously, no means uh, or no, no stopping him. There's no stopping him at this point. Um, yeah, he, I don't see him pumping the brakes anytime soon. He just keeps getting better and keeps uh, perfecting his craft and yeah, knowing him such a long time and having the opportunity to actually get in the ring with them on both sides, uh, partners, not partners, uh, really learn a lot from just watching. Like I said, just mm -hmm. watching my peers has always taught me more. Uh, as we're doing this interview on zoom, I see you have a, a Marvel shirt on. Are you a big MCU guy? I am. I, I love all the movies. Um, please don't quiz me on like actual comic book. I, I've limited comic book stuff but i mean the facts that i do know it probably surprised some people yeah but yeah i love the mcu um thor iron man obviously the very first uh mcu character for the theatrical universe i mean absolutely love it but i think 
My all-time favorite right now got to be the Loki series. And yeah, that's down. a terrific show. Been, yeah, it has been amazing what they've been able to do with everything. You a Star Wars guy like Mason, too? <laughs> I do love Star Wars. I mean, I've been watching that since probably before I even had memories with my grandparents. Uh, they had all of the uh, – they had the silver box set for the VHSs, the gold box set. You know, before all of the editing, all of the digital ads and all that that uh, Lucas did. And I've seen all the original – all the way through to every single remake uh, and the new the new series, the new show, uh, movies, all of that. Yeah. Star Wars has been in my life my entire life. Yeah, obviously, you got to be a Disney Plus subscriber with all that uh, oh, yeah. love. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yep, yep. No, uh, you're transplanted Illinois, and now you're in Wisconsin in Sheboygan. Um, mm -hmm. I assume you grew up with Chicago sports teams, right? Oh, yeah. Yep, I did. John Morales, full-blown uh, Chicagoan, or not Chicagoan, uh, Illinois sports teams. Uh, but living up here, I do have a huge appreciation for the Wisconsin teams now. Obviously, uh, the Bucks just won, which mm -hmm. is huge for them. I think uh, it's been on the longer half of 50 years since they've won yes, a championship. That's correct. Um uh, when it comes to Packers, I don't know. I still I have that Bears love, and I just, yeah. you know, that might that might draw down my fans uh, if I, you know, we're going to continue getting fans now. That might put a little damp on it. But, I mean, <laughs> you still have to have an appreciation for all the teams putting their bodies to that. Yeah, unfortunately, you were not alive when the Bears won the Super Bowl. I was fortunate to have experienced those 85 Bears. And yeah. and even to this day, we, we just go back and we just want to watch that all over again. And we have the memories of Walter Payton in the 46 defense and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. And you kind of grew up when the Bears were transitioning to other coaches like Dave Wanstatt and um, Yeah, I don't I don't think I've uh I don't think I've experienced the Bears with just a set coach or a set QB that's made it longer than five or six years, mm -hmm. um, unfortunately. Uh, but I did. I also grew up in the golden age of basketball, yes. I guess, um, with Jordan, Pippen, Rodman, Kukoc. You know that heavy. That's such a heavy hitting basketball team and just their six championships yes is yeah when i was i'm happy i was young enough to still have the memories of watching all like with my family family get togethers everyone would go to somebody's house and just watch and enjoy and it got me into basketball i'm not at all a basketball player but i think everyone at that point played basketball because of the bears and or i mean because of the bulls uh, and it didn't matter if you were from Chicago or not. Did you see the Last Dance documentary last year? I absolutely did. I love it. Every was, it, it. it definitely shed, shed some light on a bunch of different issues that I had no idea about. I mean, I was, I was way too young to uh, understand anything with uh, how the players were actually being treated or their payouts or anything. But yeah, the Last Dance was a really good. All right, John, uh, before we let you go, go ahead and promote your social media and your upcoming events. Yeah, um, 
So I am Big John Crowley on Twitter, uh, Instagram. Uh, I do have an Xbox Live account, Big John Crowley. Crowley is not spelt the same. It's C-R-O-L-Y instead of E-Y because they give you limited uh, limited space for your gamer tags. Mm -hmm. If anyone wants to play, I love playing Xbox. Uh, nerd it out all the time, even though, you know, sometimes the character doesn't show it. Um, <laughs> I don't have a Crowley Facebook, but yeah, Instagram, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, and I'm excited for August 1st. I can't wait to get there and hit someone real hard. Go see Big John Crowley <laughs> and all the other stars of Zolo Pro Wrestling in Milwaukee this weekend. Thank you so much, John, for being on. Oh, thank you. All right. Great interview with Big John Crowley, a new guest to Windy City Slam podcast. Really, really cool. Talking about Zelda Pro coming up this weekend, his wrestling career, his career transformation, as well as some sports and pop culture references. Really, really fun to talk to John, and we hope to have him back on in the future. Okay, so next week... We'll recap the Zello Pro show in Milwaukee. Plus, we're going to talk a little Chicago-style wrestling and POW entertainment with another first-time guest on the show next week, the Fat Femme Asian sensation, Mateo Valentine. So long. <laughs>